Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanksgiving plans are being canceled and some businesses are running into problems figuring out appropriate ways to word their advertising. Giant supermarkets ran the ad. It reads, plan a super spread. <laughs> At least they were honest. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go, death by shrimp cocktail is not the worst way to do it. The FBI arrested a man this week who was wanted for investment fraud after he tried to escape authorities using an underwater scooter. Officials first became suspicious when they noticed he owned an underwater scooter. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. I had a weird start to the day, and I think I've made a pretty groundbreaking discovery, Cat. Okay, go for it. Tell us. Enlighten us. Alcohol makes me better on the radio. And, and let me... <laughs> Whoa, whoa. Okay, what's going on over there? So what happened was this morning, and I knew this was going to happen last night, but I'd smoked a joint. I was a little high, so I didn't want to drive anywhere. I, I knew I was running low on milk, and obviously I drink a lot of coffee in the morning. I mean, we get up at 3 a.m. to do a show at 5.30. So I need milk for my coffee. I went this morning to go and buy milk. I had some time after I got some blogs up at scottandcat.ca. I just thought, I'm just going to skip over to the gas station there. I'll grab some milk, and uh, I'm good to go. Yeah. Their fucking debit machine wasn't working. (gasps) Apparently, debit was down overnight. And I tried my visa. No, well, that didn't work either. No cards were working overnight. So did you just say, come on, man. Don't you know who I am? Just give me the milk. No, I didn't want to do that. And I probably could have done the whole, you listen, what? I don't have cash on me. Here's my, my fucking license so you know that I live around the corner. I'll come back later on and pay for it. But I didn't want to have that discussion. And he was on his phone anyway. He had the earbuds in and he was talking to somebody. I don't even think he particularly gave a shit that his business was losing a sale there. So. With no milk in the house, and obviously me still having a great need for coffee, I decided, ah, well, we're just going to have to go with Bailey's this morning. So I've been drinking coffee and Bailey's all morning, and frankly, I feel fucking great. Here's a question. If you're drunk at work but working from home, are you really in that much trouble? I don't think so. I mean, other than the fact that I'm flat out admitting it here in the podcast, I don't really know that anyone could tell the difference. But I feel a difference. I feel great. I'm ready to fight somebody right now. Let's go. Okay. Speaking of being ready to fight something, we, we got to make this a shorter podcast. And to be quite frank with you guys and honest, we always are. We have a meeting and they put it right at the exact time that we like to uh, do this podcast. So we will quickly explain. Do you want to do Doug Ford first? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do Doug. Because you said you're in the fight mood and I feel like so was Doug yesterday. Okay. Doug Ford is in a difficult position right now because Doug has to toe the line and tell everybody, Wash your hands, distance, uh, and basically, generally speaking, stop fucking around. But people aren't listening anymore. We know that. A lot of people have completely tuned it out. They don't care. It's COVID fatigue, quote unquote, whatever it is. People don't like the restrictions, and they've basically had enough. A lot of people. There's still most people following the rules, but a lot of people have had enough. 
So yesterday, Doug got asked about a situation that is in the news today. I'll tell you the story. It is a staff member at Centennial Public School in Waterloo who tested positive for COVID-19. That staff member was last in the school on Tuesday. They went to school symptomatic. And sure enough, they tested positive for COVID-19. But they went to work before they got their test results back. So now because of that, because that teacher went to work symptomatic, awaiting the results of a COVID test, six full classrooms have been sent home to self-isolate until December the 2nd. And to be honest with you, we I know there's been confusing public health advice. One thing that has been clear since day one, there is no misunderstanding the fact that you are not supposed to go anywhere if you're symptomatic. Yeah. This wasn't somebody who has no idea how they caught it, no idea that they were even sick. This person was symptomatic and went to work. And now because of that, six classrooms worth of students, staff, and parents are stuck at home because kids are home yeah. for two weeks. Yeah. What are, like, so people were asking the question, should there be repercussions to this other than just kind of a slap on the wrist? Like, should Because if you don't set a precedent for it, and I understand where they're coming from, could more people do this? And you hope that doesn't happen, especially in the education system, right? But yeah. should there be some kind of a punishment? Well, Doug's getting pissed. Like, you can see it in the last couple news conferences he's done. It's like he's just talking to a wall. You know, he'll keep saying it, but it's just not sinking in. And, and you could hear the frustration yesterday. Listen to this. Well, no matter what, what uh, school or what work environment, if you're showing symptoms and you're going into school, you're, you're putting everyone in jeopardy. You're putting kids in jeopardy. You're putting other uh, educators in, in jeopardy. And it's unacceptable. Uh, we, if you're showing symptoms, don't go to work. It's very, very simple. Do not go to work. Go get tested immediately. Uh, because it, the, the spread is just, uh, again, I always say it, it's like an Australian bushfire. It gets into a school or it gets in long-term care, and it starts spreading. And uh, we, we have to make sure that you get tested. Do not. I, I, I can't believe someone would do it still after just preaching up here nonstop. Do not go to work. Do not go into schools. Do not go to the hospital. Do not go to long-term care. That was just a little bit of it. He got really pissed, like progressively more angry as time went on. I thought he was going to put his fist through the the the, the podium there. Yeah. He's mad. Yeah. And now he's got to come out there tomorrow and do what he has been trying to avoid since day one. He's got a lockdown peel, York Region, and Toronto yeah, tomorrow. It's inevitable, right? I, you know, I don't know what the numbers are going to say today, but the way it was explained to me is the premier gets his weekly advice on Wednesdays. Thursdays, he meets with the cabinet to discuss the recommendations. Friday, he makes the announcement. So tomorrow, he is going to have to come out and say, we're closing non-essential businesses in Toronto, York Region, and Peel. That's about 83% of the greater Toronto area. I, I just have to tell the, the folks out there it's it's important that i address the situation with covid 19 uh, we continue seeing extremely extremely troubling numbers in peel toronto and york region and the virus is spreading at, at an alarming rate in these areas and i can't stress this enough the situation is extremely extremely serious right now 
we're staring down the barrel of another lockdown in these regions. Uh, a be, massive I'll, amount of businesses that are going to have to close their doors yes. because people did not follow the rules. And I'll be honest with you, Scott, I didn't think it would get to that point. I really was hoping that once the businesses, the essential services could reopen again, I thought that'll be it because we're going to figure out a way to make this work so that we don't have to shutter these businesses. Right. Right. Yep. But yep. no, apparently not. It's so frustrating. It wasn't that big a deal what we were asked to do. But the problem here that I see is twofold. There's some workplaces where it's spreading. Apparently, they say that's the problem in Peel. Oh, it's workplaces. Uh, People are – they're working in essential businesses and they're catching it at work. I think if that were the case, you'd be seeing it at a lot more workplaces across the province, not specifically in Peel region. However, the other thing here we all know is – gatherings i think people don't understand what a gathering is i think there's a lot of people out there who think a gathering is having a full-blown fucking party with a dj and somebody flicking the light switches up and down and treating it like you're at the fucking warehouse or something like that <laughs> did you ever go to the warehouse or is that no, before your no time? i've heard i've heard many stories i've i had never been no it's a great place in any case um a gathering is something as simple as hey come on over for coffee this afternoon we'll chat the kids can have a play date A gathering is, hey, guys, come on over. Let's watch Monday Night Football. Let's watch the game. Let's uh, NBA draft is on. Come on over. We'll watch. Or I'll come over to your place. Let's check it out. All those things are gatherings. It doesn't have to be a a big gathering. Anybody outside your household that you invite into your household or if you go to someone else's is having a gathering. That's why we're all being asked to keep it in your immediate household bubble. Why is that so hard to understand? Or is it that people just think, ah, that's Kat. I know Kat. She doesn't have COVID. I know her. She's good. Yeah, could be a mix of those things. I don't think it's people that are downright like, screw the COVID. Forget the masks and come on over. Let's have a big, let's pile on top of each other. I don't think it's those people. I think it's people who truly believe like, you're fine. I'm fine. I know our kids are in school. I know we're working, but you're fine, right? I'm good. I feel good. You feel good. But lo and behold, the next day, maybe you're like, oh, I don't feel so good. But by then it's too late. Maybe yep. that's it. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. But I it, it's worrisome because, I mean, Christmas is around the corner. Um, I, I think that the re- being in the gray zone, sorry, not the red zone, the gray zone, if it helps the numbers, it helps the numbers. And it sucks. And it's not fun for anyone. Like, no one's having fun with this. Nobody. We had the mayor of Kitchener, Barry Verbanovic, on with us this morning on our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat. And one of the things that we asked him was, is it okay for a business in a non-lockdown area to refuse service to someone who lives in a lockdown area? So let's assume tomorrow the premier comes out and he says, Toronto, Peel, and York Region, lockdown. All non-essential businesses, closed you can leave your house to go to the grocery store and that's it go home after that the grocery store and your medical appointments but someone like uh, me for example i am a fairly transient person i have no problem driving to kitchener to go out for dinner if i live in a lockdown area should the kitchener restaurant be able to say oh sorry you're in the you live in a gray zone so you can't come in should they be allowed to do that? If I want to go and and uh, do a little Christmas shopping at a mall in Waterloo, should I be able to do that if I live in a gray area? I or think- should the store be able to say, mm, oh, let me see your ID. Oh, shit, sorry, you live in York Region. You can't come in. 
So any business uh, has the ability of, of setting their own rules. So, you know, for example, one of the ones that we hear about from time to time is is businesses who, you know, despite um, the, the, the medical exemption that can exist for people with masks, say, you know what, if you're coming in my business, you have to wear a mask, period, end of story. Um, and, um, and so businesses are entitled to set uh, whatever rules they want. And we've already heard of some restaurants that have simply said, you know what, if you're from outside of this uh, this region, um, you know, thank you, but we're not interested in, in having you come into our restaurant. We'll have to happily serve you in terms of uh, takeout, but uh, but not uh, sit in dining. I think the store should be able to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. I mean, if they feel the need to check ID at the door uh, in their uh, boutique shop um, and they turn you away, that's up to them. But they have to also realize that they're hurting business. And I'm sure business isn't necessarily booming for a lot of places right now anyway. So I think that they have to really think about what they're doing before they do it if they choose to do it. Some will be open to it. Hey, as long as you're wearing a mask, I don't give a shit where you come from. Wear mm-hmm. your mask, properly socially distance. If you're not doing any of those things, I'll kick you out. Otherwise, all is good. I feel like if I was a business owner, that's where I would stand on it. You don't want to wear a mask in my store, get the fuck out. But if you come from Toronto, you come from Peel, that's fine because you could be totally... There's a lot of people that are innocent in this. There's a lot of people that are doing the right things. I know people in those zones that are going, come on, because they've basically been sheltered for the entire year trying to do the right thing. And then there's other people fucking it up for them. So I think that they should have every right to be able to go and shop and do what they got to do as long as they're doing it properly. That's my take on it. If I was a business owner, no, I would not turn people down based on where they live. If the business wants to do that, that's fine, but they will lose business because of it. Let's talk about the tragedy that happened this morning. Well, actually, I guess it happened yesterday, but we sort of discovered it this morning. And it really is a tragedy, friends. Uh, they're rebooting Saved by the Bell, classic cult, classic TV show. And as part of the reboot, they've redone the famous Saved by the Bell theme song. Could you explain this holy disaster that that premiered this morning on our Look, radio show? I was trying to be so optimistic, and I was shut down left, right, and center by people saying, no, cat, stop being so nice. Stop being so nice. So here's the deal. So we know, I think everyone knows about the Saved by the Bell revival. You know what? It's it's going to be cheesy, much like a lot of these revivals are, but the, most of the original cast is back for it, and people are looking forward to it. So that said, they figure, why not remix the theme? So they enlisted, and I don't know the backstory to this, and I hope to find out very soon because I'm curious, but they enlisted, Grammy-nominated, may I mention, rapper Lil Yachty. And they said, Lil Yachty, we want you to put your own spin on this, and here we go. We want to blend the old school with the new school, give us your best Saved by the Bell opening title sequence. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is what that sounds like. When I wake up in the morning, the alarm gives out a warning. I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner, it's just in time. Wow. (laughs) So it says the new track utilizes many of the same lyrics, but ditches the electric guitars and saxophone for a decidedly more electronic tone. Is Lil Yachty all they could get? Or do you think that they just didn't have a lot of money? Or do you think 
that they're doing this on purpose? I think we're being punished. I think this is the final slap in the face from 2020 that we've all had coming to us. This is 2020 giving us one last kick in the nuts on the way out the door. Hey, you know that beloved TV show that was never great, but you watched because it was on, and then you kind of got sucked into it and their lives afterwards? Yeah, we're going to fuck the whole thing up for you with this train wreck. Listen to this. <laughs> That's what I think that was. It's not, it's not good. I know. The text messages that we got when we played this on our FM morning show this morning were hilarious, and some of them I couldn't mention, but I will mention them now. Uh, who is this rapper? He calls himself a rapper? Guy fucking blows. Uh, <laughs> Who who is I'm glad this? we can read these uncensored now. I know. Who is this guy? This guy this guy sucks. Uh yeah, like a lot of them just like that. Are you fucking kidding me? Is this real life? Yeah. It's it's no, it, we're not kidding. It's real life. But um maybe you get used to it if you even watch the show. I don't know. I don't know how many people are going to watch it anyway, but if you watch it, maybe you'll get used to it. That's all I can that's all I can say about that. <laughs> Wouldn't be my first choice, but maybe there's a budget issue. I, I don't know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For anybody who doesn't watch The Masked Singer, I know there's a lot of people who have never watched it because they think the premise is stupid. And I get it. I was with you through the first season and a half. But Kat got me hooked on this stupid show uh, last season, and I'm into it hardcore now. To the point where I've got theories and strategies and the whole nine yards. Kat and I are both prepared to make a prediction right now about The Masked Singer. You want to go out on a limb here and say who you think the crocodile is? I didn't even have a doubt in my mind. And when the crocodile sang Toxic a couple weeks back, I thought, this is familiar and I know this. Last night, I can tell you for a fact that that pink crocodile is Nick Carter. Without, Why do you say that? Without a doubt in my mind, this 90s girl knows that's Nick Carter. So a couple of reasons why. Number one, listen to it. Listen to it. It's Nick Carter. So that's definitely Nick Carter, yes. And also, let me tell you, because some of the clue package stuff, right? They give you, if you don't watch the show, they give you clue packages before. So you get a little bit of an inside scoop into the person without knowing too many details. And they'll give you little things in the background, maybe, or they'll say things that might, that might set you off. They mentioned that he was in a cult classic movie once. So they're trying to throw them off, I think. But Nick Carter, fun fact, was an extra in Edward Scissorhands. When he was little. Hmm. Also, he mentioned that he had gone to on a 100-hour tour or something across several continents. The Backstreet Boys, from what I know, were the only group to ever do that. And they did do that to promote their tour. They went to whatever it was, continents, in 100 hours. It was insane. I remember it because I am a 90s baby. So anyway, that to me is Nick Carter, without a doubt, in my mind. Now, you have a prediction on who you think... The sun is. 
The Sun is it, it's obviously a country singer, and a lot of people because I follow the hashtag for that one. A lot of people are saying, "Oh, that's Shania Twain, a thousand percent. That's Shania Twain. That's ludicrous. It's not Shania Twain." Some people think, "Oh, that's Carrie Underwood for sure." Mm, Carrie Underwood's a little bit too big for the masked singer. I don't think she's doing that show. I also don't think she has the time to do that show. No, no, but what I, agree I can with you. tell you is a hundred percent with certainty. The Sun is Martina McBride. Martina McBride. been around too much lately so you might be onto something because i think she's done a couple of specials and dabbled in some things as of late but hasn't gone on a full-fledged album release tour anything like that in the last little while and she does have a stellar voice i think the sun's going to take it all the way to the finals i'm going to call seahorse and sun right now for the finals yep you uh-huh. you might be onto something. Who the seahorse is yet uh, no idea who this is. You know what? I, a couple of good guesses from last night. I'll, I'll be honest, though. I can't pinpoint who the seahorse is. Uh, I thought Kesha was actually a pretty good guess because I don't think that you would figure it would be Kesha, but she actually has a really good vocal range when you listen to some of the stuff that she's done in the past. I, Kesha's could, great. I've met her a few times. It could be her. I, I don't I, I don't know. It's really hard. To, and you know what? This would be perfect for her. She needs a bit of a comeback. She needs a little bit of a push. So maybe it is her. I don't know. But all I know is Seahorse and Sun, female powerhouses this season for sure. All right. We said it was going to be short, and it was. Thank you for listening to After 9 today, everybody. Uh, We will do a longer edition tomorrow before the weekend. In the meantime, you can reach out to us anytime via our DMs, Scott Fox on air on Instagram or at Cat on air. That's Cat with a K on the gram. Or uh, you can find our top trending stories anytime at scottandcat.ca.